This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The Rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. All right, that sound of that machete attack against three NYPD officers happened New Year's Eve. It's now being investigated as a possible terror attack. Well, New York state lawmakers have given themselves a big pay raise, okay, by New York's Governor Hochul. Law enforcement still looking for evidence against quadruple Idaho murder suspect Brian Koberger. Well, New York's Cardinal Timothy Dolan to attend Pope Benedict's funeral in Rome. He's on his way. And the New York Giants, they've made the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Well, the NYPD and the FBI investigating after three officers were attacked by a man with a machete. This happened just blocks away from Times Square on New Year's Eve. The attack on these officers being investigated now as a possible incident of terrorism. That's because of online postings and the method of the attack by this 19-year-old suspect, Trevor Bickford, according to law enforcement sources. The attack happened right near 52nd and 8th Avenue just after 10 p.m. on Saturday, just hours before the ball dropped in Times Square. New York City's Mayor Eric Adams visited the officers. I spoke with uh, Paul as he was being stitched up, and he was in good spirits. Uh, He understood uh, that his role saved lives. All three officers were hospitalized initially, one with a fractured skull and another with a bad cup were expected to recover. All three officers were released from the hospital on Sunday evening. Bickford took an Amtrak train to New York on December 29th. He came to New Year's Eve in New York City from Wells, Maine, and federal and local law enforcement officials are now starting to look through his online postings that preliminarily indicate recent extremist Islamic radicalization. In her final official act of 2022, Governor Kathy Hochul of New York approved a law increasing the annual pay of state lawmakers by $32,000, making them the highest paid state legislature in the entire country. Legislators in New York State Senate and Assembly will earn $142,000 a year. Now, that tops California state lawmakers. Meanwhile, Hochul took the oath of office on Sunday in Albany, New York. State your name. Hi, Kathy Hochul. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear that I will support that I will support the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution and the Constitution of the state of New York, of the state of New York. So this new law on salaries approved by Hochul will also place limits on how much state lawmakers can earn outside of their jobs as elected officials, though Exceptions will be made for pension and investment income. The outside pay limit takes effect in 2025.
Law enforcement continues to piece together the murders of those four college students in Idaho, University of Idaho. They say that the suspect, who is now under arrest, wore gloves in a supermarket weeks afterwards, according to a new report. Moscow's police chief says the suspect's vehicle is in police custody, but not the knife, the murder weapon. Charging the defendant, Mr. Kohlberger, with four counts of first-degree murder, in addition to felony burglary, which involves entering the residence with the intent to commit the crime of murder. 28-year-old Brian Koberger under arrest. He was often in the same location as the three sorority sisters and one of their boyfriends before he allegedly slashed them to death as they apparently slept at an off-campus house weeks ago. A source close to one of the case's investigators told the Daily Mail. Here is Prosecutor Bill Thompson. We are still looking for all pieces of evidence. Now, Kohlberger plans to waive his extradition hearing this week, according to his attorney, to expedite his return to the Gem State, where he faces four counts of first-degree murder. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI died Saturday. He was 95, and Cardinal Timothy Dolan of New York is on his way to Rome to attend his funeral and pay final respects. I can't claim to have been, you know, in his inner circle, that's for sure, but... Boy, I treasured my time with him. I respected him immensely. And as you just noted, I owe him a lot. He's the one that uh, appointed me to be Archbishop of New York. And after eight years as pontiff, Pope Benedict became the first pope in 600 years to resign in 2013. Well, for the first time since 2016, the New York Giants have made the playoffs. Quarterback Daniel Jones threw two TD patches in their win yesterday, 38-10 to 10 against the Colts. 77 WABC News Time, 507. All right, time for a look at traffic, transit, and weather. Deb, we've got a pretty good ride out there, um, but we have an accident on the FDR Drive southbound at Houston Street. Not too much traffic behind it. Northbound FDR looking fine all the way up to the Harlem River Drive. In New Jersey, the Turnpike, the Garden State Parkway, all looking good. Route 3 and 495 approaching uh, the Holland Tunnel and Lincoln Tunnel, both moving fine. You have in Westchester County some construction on the Sawmill northbound, no access to Route 119, and northbound on the Bronx River Parkway, there is also construction by the Cross County Parkway. Southbound Springboro Parkway, one lane closed from the Bronx River into Leewood Drive. In Orange County, 218 is closed between Cornwall and West Point. Gets a little bit dicey there in the winter. The Tappan Zee Bridge moving fine, Westchester bound and Rockland bound. Out on the island, the LIE, Northern and Southern State Parkways are all quiet. There is construction on Wisconsin Highway at Stony Brook Road in both directions. Now, there's a weekend schedule going on for LIRR. You'll find uh, um, also number one trains at 34th Street. They are skipping 34th Street. They have signal problems. And alternate side is in effect today. From the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, partly sunny and mild today, high 54. Showers after midnight tonight could be some heavy rain toward morning, low 48. Rainy and warm again for tomorrow. 56 will be the high, then very mild overnight, only going down to 54. Afternoon showers on Wednesday, 
high 63. And then Thursday, we're in for some thunderstorms. That rain will continue through the day and a high of 52 degrees. We have 48 degrees now. I'm Lori Blanchard, Talk Radio 77 WABC. All right, 77 WABC News Time 509. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Uh, Lori, of course, covering for Joe Nolan, who I do believe is back with us tomorrow morning. Well, 10 guards and uh, four inmates killed in a stunning jailbreak triggered by gunmen in armored vehicles opening fire on a Mexican state prison. This happened right across the border from El Paso, Texas, where they have been inundated with migrants crossing the border. At least 24 inmates actually escaped in this chaos. The prison was under attack early Sunday and left 13 people wounded in addition to those 14 deaths, according to the Chihuahua State Prosecutor's Office. The jail has been racked by things like drug deaths as well as overdoses. Former County Commissioner Vince Bennett pushed for jail reform. This is why people need to pay attention to these types of issues. Uh, cases can be very costly when they go to trial. If there's an individual uh, that dies in the custody of the county, you can bet that there's going to be some sort of lawsuit that follows. And taxpayers are often going to be on the hook for that. And gunmen in the bulletproof vehicles arrived about 7 a.m. Sunday at the Cerezo Number 3 State Prison and started shooting, officials said, according to the El Paso Times. And later Sunday, Mexican soldiers and state police finally were able to take back control of that prison, but not before more than 20 prisoners broke out. The state prosecutor's office said its officials were investigating the deadly incident. Back in August, there was also a riot at that jail. It broke out in the same prison and spread to the streets, killing 11 people. Well, deadly violence, New Year's Eve in Mobile, Alabama. Police said a suspect from a shooting left one person dead and nine others injured New Year's Eve was in police custody. That shooting took place as thousands of people were attending the city's 15th annual Moon Pie over Mobile New Year's Eve event. Here is Mobile's police chief, Paul Prine. Obviously shots, multiple shots rang out. Certainly tell you that. I've got one deceased individual and nine other individuals that have been shot by gunfire who were at the local hospitals being treated. The, the perpetrators and the at least the deceased may have been known to one another. And uh, so I think that would give some comfort to all of us downtown that this was not just a random shooting uh, where a person lost their life. And Chief Prine also said the victims ranged in age from 17 to 57. They were all transported to local hospitals. The suspect taken into custody and expected to be charged with murder. The motive in connection with that in Mobile, Alabama, is unclear. Well, prospective House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, the Republican out of California, is still tussling with some members of his own party who are concerned electing him to be House Speaker would be a continuation of past and ongoing Republican failures. The 118th Congress convenes tomorrow. And no support from Illinois Republican Adam Kinzinger, who was a member of the January 6th Select Committee that investigated the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Obviously shots, multiple shots rang out. certainly tell you that. I've got one deceased individual. And Look, I mean, if you'd asked me five years ago, I would have said a pretty good one. Now I think he has cut so many deals uh, with bad people to get to this position that I think he's not going to be a leader at all. I think he'll be completely hostage to kind of the extreme wings of the Republican Party. And uh, I frankly don't think he's going to last very long. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. 
But uh, it, it's sad to see a man that I think had so much potential just totally sell himself. He's the one that resurrected Donald Trump. The second he went to Mar-a-Lago, like a week or two after January 6th, he resurrected Donald Trump politically. So he owns everything that Trump says now as a candidate for re-election. On Sunday afternoon, McCarthy met with GOP leaders to try and rally support for his speakership vote tomorrow when the new Congress takes office. The embattled Republican leader conceded that rank-and-file members will be allowed to call for the Speaker's removal, though he wasn't clear about how many members would need to sign on to the motion, according to reports. And last week, the California Republican floated a congressional rule change that would make it easier to remove a House Speaker in exchange for his rise to the post, a key demand from powerful GOP opponents. Well, Katie Hobbs takes the oath of office today to become Arizona's 24th governor and the first Democrat to hold the office since 2009. Power will transfer in a private ceremony at the state capitol as Hobbs formally takes over from Republican Doug Ducey. Hobbs is the outgoing secretary of state and was previously a state legislator. Republican candidate for governor Carrie Lake sued and lost, claiming voter fraud in the gubernatorial election. Our election officials failed us miserably. What happened to Arizonans on Election Day is unforgivable. Tens of thousands of Maricopa County voters were disenfranchised. Now, I am busy here collecting evidence and data. Rest assured, I have assembled the best and brightest legal team, and we are exploring every avenue to correct the many wrongs that have been done. And Lake is sued but lost a public inauguration for Hobbs as planned for Thursday. 77 WABC News Time 515. Well, we teased it a little bit during the top five Giants in the playoffs and with sports, Phil Dixon. Oh, Deb, absolutely. We're just about done wrapping up the penultimate week of NFL football. And yesterday, we captured the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in the sport locally. Let's start off the week with a high note in MetLife, where the New York Giants played one of their best games of the season, dismantling Jeff Saturday's Indianapolis Colts. Daniel Jones is starting off the New Year strong in what was likely the best game of his career. Danny Dimes got four touchdowns himself, split evenly with two passing and two rushing. Here's Jones' final touchdown to push the Giants to a 38 to 10 win over the Colts. Fake. Jones. He's going to go in again. Touchdown. That cut courtesy of the great Kevin Harlan of CBS. With the win, the Giants now move to 9-6-1 on the season, but most importantly, as Deb alluded to before, clinched their first playoff berth since 2016. That's right, big blue fans, the drought is finally over. Well, we go from the highest of highs with the Giants to the lowest of lows with the Jets. Despite the great game from rookie cornerback Sauce Gardner on the defensive end, Gang Green just couldn't get anything brewing on the offensive end against the Seattle Seahawks. Only six points scored in their 23-6 loss for the Jets, and with the loss goes the team's playoff hopes. That's right, with last night's L... The New York Jets are officially eliminated from playoff contention. Over on the ice, all three local teams were in action. The New York Rangers went down south and top of the Florida Panthers 5-3. The Carolina Hurricanes flew north to edge out the New Jersey Devils 5-4 with the winner coming in shootouts. And the New York Islanders fall flat over out west in Seattle against the Kraken with a final score of 4-1. I'm Phil Dixon with 77 WABC Sports. All right, thanks, Phil. And for Justin Ellick, 77 WABC News Time 517. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 